0: Welcome to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. This is the only podcast that gives you a raw and unfiltered perspective of what it's really like to be a professional cheerleader. Whether you're currently on a pro team, an alumni, or really curious about what it takes to become a pro cheerleader, the Pro Cheerleading Podcast gives you all the inside scoop and hot topics in the pro cheerleading industry and in-depth interviews of current and former cheerleaders. I'm your host, Makiba. Join me every Wednesday as I reveal the truth behind the palms.
1: Good morning.
0: How are you? I'm good.
1: I'm good. good. Um, good. No, I just, uh, one of the routines that I choreographed just won yesterday. So it was kind of a big yes. deal for me. Um,
0: oh my goodness. What team was this?
1: Uh, Arizona State. So I've never choreographed d one a D1A Jazz. And they are my first one. And they went off to Florida and kicked ass. And just killed
0: that. Oh my gosh. Wishing them good luck because you were watching, right? Play yes. Large? It's okay. a mess. <laughs> That is so exciting. So what
1: song did you use? Um, it's a song called Time by uh, Hans Zimmer, instrumental. Um, okay. They wanted a throwback. They wanted something different. And I wanted to do something totally not Arizona State because they have a style okay. and, a, and a niche. And I was like, well, if I'm coming in, I want to kind of change it up. Like, you're going to be different. So um, it was a process, but they trusted the vision, trusted all that fun stuff and had patience with me. <laughs> and Yeah, we got it done. We got it done.
0: Well, we'll officially kick it off. As you guys know, this is the last season of the Pro Cheerleading Podcast, and I cannot imagine closing it out without this particular interview. Yeah. I have Quentin Peron, a former <laughs> Los Angeles Rams cheerleader. Former! Ah! Can I say that? Ah! <laughs> yes. so does that? Does that sting? I know. We're going to have to talk all about that. because <laughs> <have to> be <laughs> I've don't. been dying to talk to you for like three years now, ever since, yes. boy, want to have fun episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was like episode two or three of the podcast, so this is like long overdue in my mind, but welcome to the show officially, Quentin.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Excited to chat, <laughs> excited for all the things, all the things. There it I want
0: to hear all the things about your dance training and background.
1: <laughs> um, So dance journey, I, I've i always been like a natural mover, Um, always mm-hmm. one, I mean, get, I get it from my mom, like literally, I hate that saying, but literally. But no, I've always been party boy I didn't really start mm-hmm. formally training until I would say sophomore year in high school I wish yeah. I started younger but I, I was in, heavily involved in sports for like 12 years
0: okay. um okay.
1: Was, I had a couple of dance opportunities here and there and um I remember in eighth grade I was a part of a company called show choir which is more singing and dancing so but it wasn't it wasn't training it was just let's put on a show steam heat all that jazz jazz hands okay. all that stuff. and then I had a friend who was friends with a lot of the girls on the varsity dance team my freshman year and he was like hey there's an opportunity to kind of have like a a co-ed hip-hop piece like they want to have some random boys but there were no boys in the dance team at my high school at the time and I was like well that'd be kind of fun but I mean I can't really do anything but sure let's let's play around so I did that and then I didn't join the dance program until sophomore year um that was kind of my little inspiration into it and I remember just seeing twitch on so you think you can dance and just saying like oh I I want to do that and I never really looked back after that so literally, I quit both sports. I was playing basketball and baseball. Um, okay. I quit them both. And I joined my studio down the street called KLDA, which is no longer, but I uh, mm-hmm. literally walked into Jazz 5 looking like an idiot, but I, I was very determined. <laughs> 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 very determined not to look like an idiot for that much longer. So, um,
0: okay.
1: yeah, sophomore year is when I kind of started.
0: Wow, that's crazy. And so, like, when you joined the dance studio were you one of the few males or like were there other
1: no so I grew up in Rancho Cucamonga so very kind of diverse area I mean diverse enough to where you there's representation there's a little bit a little bit of everything out there a
0: little out of everything. yeah
1: and my dance the studio at the time had four boys um okay little, one was way younger he was probably about like nine uh and then mm. there was a couple that were older than me um one was super talent like Alvin Ailey on his way, like legs for days. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, okay. And and the kind of story that you just fall in love with, like kind of grew up having a, nothing. You know what I mean? He's on scholarship at the studio. He just loves to dance and it's naturally just great. Definitely. And just yeah. good feet. And he was black. And I was like, what the hell? I've never seen a black guy with his legs so high. Like, that's crazy. And then another guy, Malcolm, he was one of the hip hoppers and it. So I, I had a lot of uh people to look up to because they were all older than me at the time. And My studio owner at the time was black, but again, we're in Rancho, so you have a lot of whites, you have Hispanics, you have a couple of Asians. Like, it's we had a little bit yeah. of everything, so I never really had an issue when it came to that part of joining the studio. Um, but at high school, what? there weren't really any boys, so kind of different, Or okay. you know, down the street,
0: right? Right, right. <laughs> just because it was different in high school, did you have any second thoughts about doing it and participating as a male being part of like a
1: to be honest? Family? No, I think I've always just had. The support from my friends and my dance teacher was so awesome. And there was one boy on the team. I graduated in 2010, but he graduated in 2007. Um, Okay. So I came in right when he left. So there's already kind of that legacy that he left. and He was fantastic. I just remember seeing his picture on the wall, like, oh, I kind of want to be on varsity so I can wear that shirt and wear that jacket and pose in the middle with the girls in. (laughs) Um, But he was, and I I give him a lot of credit because he literally, I think he had to go through, I mean, the school was new when he joined. So he had to go through Mm -hmm. all of that on top of being a a gay black male, you know what I mean? Then
0: Mm
1: -hmm. he was in cheer. He was the dance, but he was also a fantastic human. So I always say that I just got lucky with a good, like, city. Um, yeah
0: like, well just like you said the representation was there so it wasn't something where you were necessarily having to knock down those walls and barriers but just seeing examples of yes of people that were confident and and talented and just inspirational in that way where it's like
1: do it I can do it
0: space, space to do it exactly
1: and I, I had a, a great dance teacher her name was Danielle Mancuso and she even to this day she'll send me random text messages like hey she calls me quince because the guy that was before me, his name was Vince. So she calls me Quince and just <laughs> was like, hey, Quince, I thought about you today. Hope I've all as well. I haven't seen you in a long time. I used to choreograph for them back in the day, um, but she's so sweet. I give her a lot of credit for like just instilling, no, you are a star. You can be great. You will be great. I just want you to just have fun when you're here. And yeah, it was fun. It was like... so is, that,
0: is that what inspired you to teach? Because, you know, I just love your dance videos from... Your classes with your students—is you. that, yeah, that what inspired
1: curve. you to teach? <laughs> I don't know what inspired me to teach because my mom says this all the time. Because uh, when I first started, I guess getting into competition heavily, I guess she mm-hmm. asked me if I was going to become a teacher, and I was so adamant that I was not. I was like, "No, I'm never going to do that." <laughs> and then two years later, after I graduated, it's first count routine, and then after that, it's, it was over. It's a done deal.
0: Oh,
1: um, but I guess, I mean, I kind of got started. I was at a different studio at the time. My studio had closed, so we all had merged over to the new one called the Dodge Dance Center where I'm at now, which is crazy. And my hip-hop teacher at the time owned his own convention, so he couldn't commit to Mondays, and that's when hip-hop was. So he was just, hey, can you sub for me a couple times? And then that turned into, he you sub for me for the month? And then, okay, well, I have to quit because I can't do it anymore. Can you take over? And I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> and then that one hip-hop class turned into, I was, I kind of like doing jazz. Can I teach you one jazz class? to my boss and then she agreed and then that turned into a one competition number and it did really well and then turned into Mm -hmm. five and then seven and then now I'm adding some solos in it so then it just kind of just trickled down um then I added another studio on the roster so it was just things just kind of fell into place and I never really thought about doing this it was just something to do that I liked that I knew would pay me you know what I mean because I also Mm -hmm. worked at Cold Stone and Starbucks and I was like I don't want to work that, like I couldn't really keep a normal job to be honest uh, yeah <laughs> I loved it but uh while I was in college I was subbing every now and then gotcha. And, gotcha. yeah gotcha. And once he you go him, to college Mount San Antonio College it was a JC out here now that I talk about it I, I had some of the best dance teachers ever because I feel like I, I say the same thing I credit this person for all my success but uh, <laughs> I didn't compete until my senior year of high school so I didn't really get that whole like studio growing up and everything and mm-hmm. kicking ass and I wasn't even in the good groups like <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but my coach at Mount Sac and it was Stephanie Green and she was a no-nonsense like I'm just blunt I'm gonna tell you how it is but a great heart so it was hard because you're like I love you but you make me hate you sometimes because the stuff like you say
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. i joined this
1: team with some of the best dancers that i knew and that was when youtube was big and youtube dance and your dance channel was all kind of crazy and i was like wait i want a team with this chick i I can't do what she does like this is nuts but i guess she saw my heart because I, I i said i was not <laughs> I was not to par. <laughs> but she and she told me verbatim she said the only reason why you're on this team is because you have a good toe touch and i said oh well i guess
0: oh I, okay. you're yeah. kind of
1: honest huh <laughs> <laughs> but I yep. mean, she put me through the ringer for those two years, and again, I met some of my best friends on that team. I talked to almost mm-hmm. everybody that we I danced with because that was so new to me and so yeah. fresh. I was like, oh, I want to take it all in." So a couple of those girls actually were on Rams with me. So it's crazy that they uh, literally yeah. saw the beginning <laughs> of me struggling to a dope pirouette to now we're dancing together on the pro level. So um that's
0: crazy. Roger Green,
1: thank you for being ruthless because. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I was like, in high school, I was the only guy. So that head got really big. I thought I was the hot shit. I was like, like you know what I mean? Like, I, And it's just yeah. it's natural, especially when I had my own dance club and I was involved in everything. So, and then I go to college where my coach was like, "Um, you're pretty much trash. So <laughs> and I, I was happy for that wake up call because I'm, I mean, I needed it one, yeah. Um, but I knew that I just wanted to make her happy. And the only way to do that was to really push and train and continue to just, getting those classes and stretch and all that fun stuff so
0: yeah you
1: know, coach great coach
0: Green. hey the truth behind the plums i think truth can go a long way as long Absolutely. as you know delivered with you know like you said a good heart behind it and you really yes. just are wanting to pull the best out of people so
1: it's taking uh, a long time to learn that so. <laughs> I was about
0: to say, so what kind of teacher are you what do you teach your kids what's oh. the kind of what you try to instill in them beyond dance
1: i had a group of kids that I started with what in 2013, and just about the time Rams was happening, they were
0: exactly. later
1: yep. in school years, sophomore, junior, senior. So for them to literally see where I came from, and because like, a lot of them danced at the studio that I was at, so when I was dan- dancing there, so I, you know, so I had kids that I was able to take when they were eight, nine, ten, and then to see them graduate, and then for them to see me do what I was doing with Rams and all that stuff, and it was I think as much as they needed me like I needed them and I think it was so cool Ooh. that we kind of saw this growth together um and they really do like I instill that you can do everything because I like they saw it all like they <laughs> they were there you know um seeing right. it all they were when I had all these late night and random interview calls during class they were there you know <laughs> um That's stressing cool. about the audition they were there I was practicing all my audition pieces I would teach it to them so that way if I can teach a routine then I, I okay, know that I means
0: you know, know it, it. Yeah. So,
1: they were learning all my audition routines. <laughs> they were auditioning for the team too. So, um, that's, so cool. that's been crazy. And again, just have fun. I feel like, people, like life is so serious and yes, I love to win. And yes, I'm competitive, but I also know that I remember the process more than I remember the trophies. And I remember I really that. like the fun classes. I remember like I won, I never won anything. <laughs> so, so, I, I, so i told you i wasn't in the good groups like, like at all um and in college it was always second place and i was like man i just want one um yes. but i remember the late night practices i remember going to denny's like messed up because you're like hey well we yeah, have 5 a.m practice right now i don't have class until nine but i don't want to go home shoot like how you know like those things the the, the yeah. bond and i try to create as much as I can kobe kind of messed it up a little bit but now that we're kind of a little more back to normal I teach at two studios and I used to have the teen seniors come over to my house I had a pool at the time before COVID before we filled it in um (laughs) and I would have my teens and seniors from both studios come over little mingle like event let's just Mm -hmm. jump in the pool have fun party at Mr. Q's house um and for them to kind of get to know each other because I didn't want that rivalry because we did competing against each other um got it got it like and I told I told them all time I was like well what you're getting here, what you're getting there. So it's not a battle of me. It's about of who performs better. So like, don't get mad at me when they beat you, and vice versa. Um, <laughs> and again, my former kids, like now they're on college teams together from the two different studios. So now they knew each other because of my little like events in the yes, backyard. Yes. You know yes. I mean? So just, just again, creating that community because the dance world is so small. And luckily for me, I never burned a bridge, but the way things have worked out these past couple of years and- the little oh my god I remember you from high school oh my god I know your mom how did I get this Mm. job? shoot oh that's I was at that one party with your uncle and now he's a casting director like I'm telling you like (laughs) it is insane and and it becomes more apparent and apparent each year and wow yeah
0: that's a good point for people to remember too I mean that's why I mean not like where you're trying to so hard to forge fake friendships or connections just kind of like not for the gram, but you know what I mean? Like you should just be mindful of those connections that you have with people that are genuine and keeping them positive just because you never know where your paths may cross. And you're not doing it for opportunities per se, but it's just because you want to have like a good reputation of who you are, where people can really want to work with you and have a positive memory of working with you so that it can lead to something else. That's a great lesson to teach the younger kids, especially, I call them kids, but they're young adults, you know, and this is something that they, Want to be mindful of in the spirit of competition, but not to the point where you're you have to be nasty, creating a devil you know, for yourself.
1: Yeah. yeah. After judging competitions, like I'm like so, um, everything's subjective. I mean, like I've judged some competitions in Nashville, Tennessee, or like these like Memphis or West Memphis, Arkansas. You know, and I've heard mm-hmm. some comments from certain judges, and I'm like, oh, it's I'm like that. Okay. You know what I mean? And once I started judging, that's when I stopped caring. Like I said, winning is nice. Sure. But no, again, nobody remembers the placing. They remember the dance. So if it was good, it was good. Even if it didn't win, nobody cares about that. Yeah. It feels great in that moment, but like some of my best work and some of the the dances that have gotten me booked, they didn't win consistently, you know what I mean? But they were just memorable. Mm -hmm. And yeah, after I think I started judging in 2018 around Rams, I stopped caring about the win because, like I said it's so subjective and everybody has these different backgrounds and different biases that they don't know they're they're projecting they're projecting um, whether that's ruchly, whether that's a song like it's insane <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I always tell my kids get me a good video that's all I, that's all I care about you know what I mean like yeah, yeah I can post I'm gonna first a real cool that'll last on the story for 24 hours but good video I can post that you know what I mean and that'll stay on my YouTube and also being nice at comp because I'm I'm that person where I say hi to everybody and whether you're like you're not i'm just who i am you know and this is what it is and even in classes like i had i taught a a master class a couple weeks ago and a lot of my former teammates came and uh people that i didn't know it was my first one in a long time so i was Mm -hmm. just expecting literally my kids and maybe two teammates but i had about like 40 people in class and i was like oh shoot this is crazy the best comment i got from one of my teammates was your kids are so welcoming and i was like that's Mm -hmm. what i'm talking about my kids are great i got lucky to get some super talented kids that want to dance they walk into the room and yes we have our bad days which is natural but it's Mm -hmm. it's rare you know what I mean and for me to not have to tell you to take outside styles and a lot of them work industry-wise and they train with the lab and they train with all these like kind of big names and I'm like I just get to to see you on a Wednesday Thursday for a couple hours and set a couple pieces on you and like this is awesome but I know you're also dancing outside of my classes outside of the normal to be there so that's another thing things just kind of fell in and. The good hearts fell into my lap. And I was like, oh, wow. Yes. That's, and their parents, which is another thing. It is crazy how, like, this particular group of kids grew up together since they were two. And now they're freshmen, and oh, sophomore yeah. years. And yeah. the drama is r- slim, slim to none. You know what I mean? They all go to different high schools. So when you see each other at their different high school comps, it's, it's fun because they're like, oh, my God, yes, kill it. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize that how strong that bond was until I, I teach at another studio. And a lot of the kids are, Transit. So we have a couple OGs that were been there since they were young, but a couple studios in the area closed. So we have a lot
0: mm-hmm. of new kids, mm-hmm. and
1: I didn't realize how much that makes a difference in your dancing and the
0: dynamic. Yeah, between you everyone, know,
1: it is nuts because you can smell the love. It's weird. Like they truly are best friends. Their parents are best friends. Like it's like it's like it's intense. But no, and it, it really does create a great teaching environment. Great. Yeah.
0: yeah. i love that you know and maybe it's all these shows i don't hardly ever watch tv but you know you see or hear about like dance moms and just sometimes it just gets a bad rap of like what that energy and that competitive spirit is like and how Mm -hmm. it shows up whether it's in parents or the actual dancers themselves but just hearing about such a they're around
1: don't let it fool you they're around yeah (laughs) i do do my best like i'm also very no nonsense like i don't care Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's for a plastic trophy so what you're not going to do is tell me how to do my job. People call me ass sometimes, but I set my, as much fun as I have, I'm also, I'm very uh, specific. It's the Virgo in me. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> like, it's that part. Like, I'm very demanding when it comes to, when you walk into classes, how it needs to be. Parents, you're not going to talk to me crazy. I don't care how old you are. Like, nope. there's other studios down the street. Like, I can I can recommend them. I have friends there. Like, I don't care. Oh. You're like, so I'm, I'm very, uh, up front to the point where sometimes my owners are like you can't talk to them i say yes I can because you're owner I'm teacher you can't talk to them because you need their business you pay me like, hey. <laughs> like, and you pay me regardless yeah. if she's in class or not so I don't need her
0: yeah I am so with you
1: not it's not worth it.
0: It. Like, not, that, not, not worth worth it like not that that. I should not walk no. in
1: my class uncomfortable like my dance room is my safe place you know what I mean like the temperature's yeah. right you know, got the vibes right like the smells right Energy and attitude is contagious. And if, and you know what I mean, you know, if you're having a bad day, people can sense it already. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, but I don't like that. You know, we're human, but I'm not having that on a daily basis. I don't get, Maybe. nobody gets paid for that. You know what I mean? No. It's a door. <laughs> it
0: somewhere else. No, I totally feel that. Like you said, it's supposed to be a safe space, positive space, a great learning environment. And anybody that's not contributing to that, you know, gotta go. Well, you said something that made me think like way back when, when you were a judge for the pro dance team playoffs that we did. Just very like
1: do it again, do it again, (laughs) do it
0: again. It was so much fun and way more work than I even envisioned, and I felt (laughs) so happy to have you guys as judges because that was just a very eye opening for me. So I was very curious listening to you talk about you know, judging and how subjective it is. And if I remember right, when I did the survey about whether people wanted to see some kind of competition at the pro level or not see it, I think you voted. Yes. Did you vote? Did you vote? Yes. I sure did. You I did. Sure
1: did because I'm competitive and I, okay. how, and I know how talented my team was too. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like <laughs> when it comes to pro, I feel like maybe I'm one of the crazy ones but I don't think this is the end like you shouldn't get to pro and just say okay I did all this training so now I'm just want to fluff no like you did all this training to get her to, to break your back like why not push the envelope and again maybe it's because I didn't have as as long of a dance career as most you know what I mean so I'm still what? like yeah nope I want to do it I want to push I want to push and some people don't like that they want to come and they just want to I mean and I have no problem with the booty pops and hair flips like that's fun too especially on a hot day, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I, with all my choreography, I just, how can I push it? How can I just be entertaining?
0: It just kills me that these amazing routines will be done once, twice, three times during the season.
1: Yeah, and you You know, there's only
0: so many games and you can't post video. And I'm just kind of like, there has to be something else or in addition to all these performances, all these hours and hours of practice that can celebrate what people do maybe a competitive element to it too but just like what else can we be doing with this amazing content like it's i just feel like it's totally underutilized
1: that's what i mean not saying that that was the main reason because i don't think that was but Mm -hmm. that gets frustrating when especially this year i kind of choreographed a lot for the team and i couldn't post it oh and even taking away the pieces that i choreographed we had some great routines this year shannon came in and gave us two originals um mm-hmm. Rob Rich's Turculator was one of my line's personal favorites. We were the ratchet line. Um <laughs> any opportunity we get, could do, tap in or twerculator, like they already know, like that was it's it. Um <laughs> we yeah, like <laughs> <and stuff laughs> later. Um but no, like there are so many good routines this year, and I and especially being on a team for four years, you see the the
0: exactly, and,
1: back, and yes. it just sucks when it doesn't make sense. We we pay for the licensing. We pay for the, uh the I, I call it the, the kids' bot version. You know what I mean? And right. You so, can't so. post it, but then you see everybody else. And you're like, well, why can they do that? And I don't know. And I know every team is different when it comes to like the lawsuits and what they're dealing with uh, and mm. all of that. But as a dancer and as somebody who literally posts everything that has to do combo-wise, and you're telling me that I can only post pictures. You know what I mean? Like, we are killing the, like we were killing it um yeah. and even oscar i was like hey i'm gonna sing you this video but you can't post it and they're like what do you mean and i was like nope can't do it hey, we're gonna get in trouble sometimes it's not even my, my director it's the higher ups and it's all it's that like, you know what i mean it's, it's all, all of that
0: the music licensing stuff like, it's I'm so frustrating why yes beyond frustrating i mean i practice law and it was a little intellectual property law so i get the principles around copyright infringement with music stuff but it's also very just how much are these effing licenses where you can't just spend the money as a team, as an NFL or each club, whatever, just because this is it's so limiting and crippling that it's ridiculous. But then I you I don't you, like
1: then you hear that and then you see teams like Golden State. You see teams like Chiefs, you know what I mean? And that's NFL and mm-hmm. that's two different companies. You know what I mean? Yep. And I'm like mm-hmm. NFL and NBA who are posting. I mean, they could be getting sued in the back end of it, but...
0: I did learn that with, I think, the Chiefs, maybe it was at Pro Action, but they were kind of going through, like, how they do, like, a layover. So they're, it's their yes. routine. It's,
1: it's, yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. Like, fake music that was created to emphasize certain Just parts of the choreography. Just so you can it, post it. Yeah. Just so you can post it. And I, it's, I, weird. I, it's weird. I hate the fact that I get to see the dancing.
1: You get to see the dancing. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Like, yeah, it's the it yes. music's a match, and yes, you're it's hitting that same five, but it's you know, dang what, it doesn't go to that song. But right, right. We, it's us showing what we do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. part of it. Like, we're not just in the community; we also dancers, and we, I know it's like we gotta figure out a way to showcase that because I'm hard. right
0: there with you. I'm hoping that that is something that I'm working on right now that can change that because I feel like the biggest thing that we offer offer in terms of entertainment. Like I said, all the practice, all the hours of blood, sweat and tears, it's just completely it's like it's non-existent unless you're at games, which was why I'm trying to go as many places I can. It still breaks my heart that I couldn't see you guys. I'm going to join
1: you next year on the tour. I'm joining you.
0: Yes, let's do it. But I was trying to get to LA and the crazy thing for that particular game, like the game got moved because of whatever the heck was going on. Maybe it was COVID or snow or I don't remember. No, COVID throughout the league and they had to change.
1: That random Sunday, they pushed it back to Tuesday, which was kind of cool. Yeah
0: yeah well that was the game that i was supposed to go to and i know i couldn't go but then when i saw that it moved i was like maybe it was just all meant to work out that way because i would i left i was scheduled to leave that tuesday morning so i would have missed the game even Mm -hmm. if i did but anyway but that sucks that the only people who can appreciate the performances are if you are in person for the
1: game yeah it's just not
0: not cool and like you said here you are choreographing for the team All these amazing routines that you should be able to have as part of your portfolio as well.
1: For real, you know what I mean? And yeah, have the old ones, but the old ones aren't that good. (laughs) I I want seasons. Like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I bet you even the old ones were really, really
1: good too. Normally, we don't perform together. We had a consistent pregame all season, you know, and that was fun. Like, yeah,
0: was that new for you guys? This
1: whole year was new because we COVID, we were cheering in an empty stadium. Yeah. But from the Coliseum days, yes we would have a random halftime every now and then and naturally when when it gets close to the playoffs and they're doing well and they could, they're could, they kind of projected like you can see the season how it's going to go though yeah start, you know like a french montana or a t-pain you know what i mean but as far as pre-games like that was new this year and i really liked it
0: no i love that i did not know that all teams didn't have a pregame performance like i just remember being like what like i thought all of them had like where they all traveled down the field and they just did some. i just had this in my mind that that was a league-wide nfl I mean, to me, that's what kind of made NFL different from NBA was just, you know, the traveling choreography and just the lines and the formations. And I guess the game doesn't change a little bit. <laughs> did you guys do traveling or did you just kind of? No, go straight
1: we out? lined okay. up in our formation, 50-hour line, and then you ran out. And we
0: walked and- okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, which I do like seeing some of the traveling stuff. Um, I mm-hmm. think Bowl, the Bengals had, I, I really like their tunnel. It was,
0: it was cool. So we're talking Rams and I know you've told the story a million times before in terms of like what inspired you to audition. Mm. But I want to hear like, literally when you said, boom, I'm doing this, like, what was your thought process? We know that like the Ravens had their guys and we know the whole rigmarole of like, there were already male cheerleaders, but were you actually aware of I'm about to do something groundbreaking or was it just thinking about this opportunity i know i'm qualified i'm gonna do it did you have any idea that everything else was gonna flow from
1: there i had no clue (laughs) (laughs) i think that's that's the coolest part is i didn't there was no agenda you know um yeah i kind of approached it like i approached my high school dance team like when i walked into the room my senior year to travel varsity there were no other guys and you know what i mean so it's uh, to me it was like well if i made that and all of a sudden the world like it blew up like it's not that's not gonna happen you know what i mean so I didn't even think that I knew there wasn't guys on the team, but I Ooh. didn't know that that was a, a kind of an NFL like a historic moment. I didn't mean, know. Um, Got it. Got it. I was just ready to dance. And again, you weren't going to kick me off for not being a good dancer. I was like, I'm going to be the best dancer in this room. If I do not get chosen yeah. it's because you weren't ready for a boy. And that's just what it was. Like, I'm walking in. I'm going to wear my orange. You know, it's a good color on me. Like <laughs> and whatever happens happens. But I got to make sure my dancing is up to par. Um, but I also didn't know how heavily involved they, they, uh, the organization was in the community. So I, okay. I, I'm i kind of walking in blind. I just knew my friends were on the team. I wanted to dance with them again. How can I make this happen? Let's show up see what happens.
0: Yeah, love it. Well, it's good to even just hear like going back there because I meant to listen back to this episode that Brittany and I did uh, for guys just want to have fun. But I just remember seeing the video covering auditions you stood out like you said that's like one of the best dancers in the room that's what I saw from the videos it was not like a oh here's a guy and that's it it was just like did you see his kicks like we were watching over and over again just like how talented both you and Napoleon were and it was just really evident so like you said if they didn't pick you it would have been some other reason because it was definitely not the dancing not the pizzazz just like the showmanship like everything was there and of course it did go crazy from there I mean I know sometimes like you know, when you're part of the team and then there's just a lot of attention for any given reason around a couple individuals of the team that sometimes it kind of potentially could throw off the dynamic of like the squad as a whole, you know, Mm -hmm. because here you have all this media attention swarming in. Did you feel any kind of, I don't know, like not tension, but just like disconnect? Was it a little jarring to come in as rookies and then having all of this like emphasis and attention on on you um, your first year? Was it weird at all or was it
1: Fine. I mean, walking into a new team in general is weird. Mm-hmm. You're automatically nervous, you know I mean But I think I had very strong friendships on the team already. And people that I was Got really excited to see that I haven't seen in a while. Um mm-hmm. for anybody who knew my mm-hmm. friends on the team, they were able to kind of like, well, that's my boy. So nobody should have a problem, correct? Because if you're friends with me, then you're, you're friends with him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there were a couple whose parents thought we were stealing their spotlight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, that's weird. But it was, I mean, she got cut the next year. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> things happen. And it's not that I'm trying to like dig for anything like a, that's a negative experience, but these are just things that, you know, watching from it's natural, but it's outside, happened. Like, yeah. It just How- because it was a swarm. And then there was just a lot of conversation just throughout the community of like that whole dynamic of like. Well, they're kind of coming in and stealing the show, and we've been doing this, and now everybody's interested. And
1: I it think was real uh, the organization did a good job, especially my director Keeley and Molly. There really wasn't anything that we did together. It was always another girl, or you know what I mean. So, it, like my even my first Good Morning America interview was the two of us and my friend Emily, you know what I mean, who mm-hmm. we just met that morning, and she had to all of a sudden these boys. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. mate, I haven't seen you since finals. Like, <laughs> um, hi, I'm quite Nice <laughs> to see you, girl. Um, yeah. so in every interview again it was somebody different and then they'll have media trainings with random groups of us and um there's okay. a lot of team building and team training um especially that first year going into mm-hmm. all of that craziness because like there wasn't like i didn't have a media training until after my like 11th interview you know <laughs> <laughs> because normally you make the team a month and a half goes by and then you have training and everything but it was literally made the team the next day boom and you're like oh my gosh uh Okay, Here we up. go. Buckle up. Buckle up. Damn, how's it going, you guys?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. And I love that you guys even have the media training. It was not something that the Seahawks offered. I mean, they talk to you do's and don'ts and maybe talking points going into something, but like actual training and practice so that you feel comfortable. Because I could see that just being like a tidal wave of, wow, I'm not really ready for this. And just kind of.
1: Don't say the wrong thing
0: yeah just quiet <laughs> yeah um, yes, yes what
1: I loved about our media training is that it was more than just uh this is what you say this is what you don't say like it was more team bonding like situations on what happens if you're in a conversation and you can kind of you can sense that your teammates in a weird position like how do you interject and kind of save it or how can you if you can I tell that this is going down the wrong way what can you do and they'll put you in some situations especially the first year because of all the negativity about like oh they're changing the league and all that stuff and mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nuts. But how can you, have you messed with any other players? Like they would throw any kind of random questions at you. And then how can you divert it and take it back to, we are here to dance. We are here to have a good time. So excited yeah. to be, go Rams, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was all those things In your know. own words,
1: in your own words. Um, and then again, we always had talking points. For a lot of the big interviews, make sure you get the, these three points across no matter how long mm-hmm. it takes. Like you just, you want to make sure that the end. The goal of this interview is this, this, and this. So please do your best. If you don't get it, well, we can't penalize you for it, but try. Again, a lot of the stuff that we would go on would be family-friendly, positive. Like they were very adamant and very good filters. You know, what I got mean? You. Mm-hmm. It, she was like, "If it's not a reputable source, if if my grandma doesn't watch it, we're not doing it because people would." You know what I mean? People are kind of sneaky. Yeah. There was a couple interviews I kind of snuck in there. And you're like, oh, you tried to dig, but you're not getting nothing.
0: You're not getting anything. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> no. I mean, I think it's great that they prepare you. I love the approach of preparing you, just kind of having each other's backs in those moments. Because depending on the outlet, I mean, if they're professional and if, like you said, it's kind of like the mainstream. I don't think they're looking for a gotcha moment by any means, yeah. but sometimes that happens. They're out know. there. I'm telling
1: you, they're out there. They're, and they, they yeah very sneaky. Especially online. I bet Yeah, Instagram blew up that whole year. And you'll think you'd be talking to somebody who is attractive. And you think like you know what I mean? All of a sudden you're like, Why yeah. are you asking me all these questions? And next thing you know, it's on tea. like it's weird, like <laughs> some random small blog spot, and you're like, Oh. What just happened? <laughs> I thought you were flirting, but you literally were just trying to get some tea. Gotcha. Mm,
0: I'll be quiet. Got it. <laughs> got it. Uh online. The craziness. I and mean, then, I mean, like you said, you have people swarming at you from all directions and having yeah, that filter.
1: I phone calls. It was, it was, it was scary. Um,
0: oh, you wanted to get call, calls to your phone?
1: Like my family. Like I would like. Oh, I, wow. Yeah. My mom had got a call from uh, some magazine in London. And I was like, how did they find her work number? Like my cousin who's in Vegas that I don't want really to talk to like that. She had got it. And I was like, oh, hold on. I'm a little nervous because. oh we got a lot of characters in my family and i'm like e- e-. You don't
0: need to, <laughs> talking to everybody. No, that's
1: what I'm saying like yeah it was weird and yeah. there was at first it was we were a little nervous because there was some times we were like well, we'll be walking in the mall and people i mean again we've been lucky with good people but i'm like what would happen if somebody just ran If you can find my home phone number you can find my address yeah i don't have security yeah. you know, and i'm like what happens yeah. if is not about the whole mail cheerleader thing and Next thing you
0: know they were exposed yeah.
1: like and that was a real real concern we had from um, for a little bit uh how say until probably about preseason and once that kind of died down a little bit
0: yeah
1: but no yeah it was it was fun but it was a little scary at the same time because it was, was scary yeah stuff and I was like what how would you find like i'm I've always kept addresses and phone numbers offline so I was like I don't know how people find these things and I'm nervous to open this box like <laughs> <laughs> We'll open it in the garage. <laughs> I'll record it yeah. just in case. Like if this is it, at like least it's on camera. Like
0: <laughs> but for real though, like that would have been a little scary, I would imagine. The world that we live in now is just a little too crazy. And like you said, like peace and love, but for people who may have had a dissenting opinion and just being vulnerable in that way and, and it wasn't just like mysterious Quentin, you know, first and last, like you were you were everywhere. All over.
1: All over the place. Oh, so.
0: Yeah, that's funny No, see, now we're going to circle back because I totally forgot to ask. Tell me about like the the dance that you do at the end of your classes. I totally meant to ask that while oh. we were talking. <laughs> about- <laughs> and I'd kick myself if I forgot to ask. So go ahead.
1: No, I I believe that everything needs to be celebrated, and okay. um, for it's for me, it's for the kids, and it's for I mean, it's even for adults. Like at first it was weird. Like you're right there's a grown man's coming in and playing Dory, the Explorer. You know what I mean? Um. <laughs> But I, I like I said dancing and completing something I think it needs to be celebrated and even no matter if it, whether it's a, a solo whether it's a class combo like we had fun mm-hmm. and it's kind of just a fun way to laugh at it and it's to the point where there was a new girl who came to the studio and she knew that at the end of her solo when she finished she would get the we did it dance and she's been she was waiting for two months and I wasn't I, I, wasn't, I was like kind of Studio comps and competition, I think you have to, like, ride the wave. So you don't want them to peak too fast. You don't want that perfect performance the first time out. You know what I mean? Because, oh, one, I'm going to be bored. And you can only go down from there. You know what I mean? So I kind of, you know what I mean? And especially because yeah. we're not consistent. We're human. I understand. And that's something I've learned throughout my years. Because I used to, what is that? You're trash. Do it again. No, that's gross. Do it again. <laughs> um, It was it came from love, but I was mean. Because um, I, I only knew what I was taught, you know? So, Different, i had to change up a little bit. But she would tell her mom like, "He's never going to finish my solo, mom. I just want to do it, it. <laughs> And like legit for like two months. Like I had a private with her right before Super Bowl, and didn't have one until probably two weeks ago. And her solo has like ten seconds left. But I'm I'm cleaning. You know, I was like, yeah, I can finish I that. Like, it's fine. So I'm just cleaning, making sure I like stuff. And she's like, "Are we going to finish today?" And I was like, "No." And you can see the energy drop. <laughs> until last week where she was like we did and then she's freaking out she's excited and so it's just something that i mean i didn't realize people looked forward to but it's it, it's just something fun and yeah close and it's yeah
0: i love that no and i like <laughs> that you're hearing the kind of the process leading up to it so it's not like like once you play that song it literally you're feels, like yes, and it's, like, it's literally an accomplishment like because I think you, I only see, obviously, when you post it. And so I'm like, oh, this is some fun song. But not thinking about, like, what led up to. Okay.
1: And they also oh, know not- that long rehearsals have stopped. Because for me, choreo, uh, as much as I love it, it's hard. And it's mm. weird to say that. Like, I do a lot. Um, especially when it comes to the studios.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes I'll start to dance in August. And that bad, but won't get finished until the first, like, literally the day of comp. Like, and we've wow. been at it. I'll, hey, call time's nine, you guys. I need you there at 730. We have to finish the last six, eight counts sorry and one studio they they know the process and sometimes that's my best piece because yeah. I was taking so long to clean it to get up to that point and I'm like I already know what I want to do with the ending but I got to get the beginning right like certain things um that we did it song is kind of for me like, <laughs> like okay I did it that one's done she <laughs> like you know because some of them, you know I again I work with all levels all ages so sometimes I'm like okay these six-year-olds like love them I love them but dang this one took a long time to get (laughs) but so yeah it's a it's just a big old celebration
0: I love it and And tell me what you love about choreographing now that you're moving into the collegiate world and doing obviously for pro like what inspires you kind of like what's your whole approach or do you have if you were to describe your style of creativity what how would you describe your choreography and your processes
1: coolest part is that seeing like I have friends that one of my teammates Maddie she was Mm -hmm. my first college routine she went to Cal Poly Pomona they don't compete this was just for a basketball game and Mm -hmm. for her to see and we have 10 years of friendship now for her to see my first routine and how much I struggled and how much I didn't know what I was doing to now I choreograph her winning numbers at her high school you know what I mean like that process and the way she talks about it she's like you, you don't understand like it's crazy like, like i was in like you were teaching me you were a mess you didn't know your counts you didn't know anything like you didn't like it and then now like just seeing the process because she was on ramble with me you know what i mean so she saw mm-hmm. me, my, me doing my first routine my humps uh it was the january 2019 it was against the cowboys and i was like my coach asked me to do a routine I was like, oh my god for playoffs yes okay yes <laughs> yeah. um, down let's go um. So seeing you know having her knowing that process. So for me, choreo. I mean, I just like creating, and I think I like to stand out. And when it comes to music choices, I'm really especially when it comes to You're good
0: with music choices.
1: <laughs> like it's fun because again, I judge too. So I know what it's like to sit through three, four days, fifteen hours of just the same song the same genre or like oh my okay, god you guys are all doing the same Britney Spears jazz come and get out of that you know what I mean or is it Todrick I'm tired of hearing chapstick you know what I mean like that kind of stuff and like there's more than that and especially for jazz like I'm a jazz boy that is I live and die by it and I was a little nervous this year my uh my 11 singers at Delos they were like we all want jazz solos and I was like what like all of you guys so I think I had one lyrical and the rest were jazz because like, I think there's there's fifty shades of everything. You know what I mean? There's, so I was mm-hmm. like, how can I make sure that one? If I'm choreographing all these solos, they all can't look the same. So now I'm stressed about that. But I was like, song choice. How can I make sure that I have eleven different types and shades That's of the style. styles, like? You know what I mean so I have a no diggity cover, so it's super super sexy for her. I have a black and gold. I have a jump jumpin' Destiny's Child. I have a dancing machine, Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? sexy and I know it the blues cover like, so things like that like when they go back to back yeah you know that's a quitting routine but they're all different and they're all tailored to that those specific kids um and especially when it comes down to routines for pro level I'm like it's getting hard now because a lot of teams now have to um send their music to the higher-ups who are aren't dancers you know what I mean so now you kind of have to play the, I mean,
0: the like they know better like what's a good thing
1: Thank oh, you. I mean, out? I don't. We didn't have to do that, which is great. Um, that what I know. Um, because mm-hmm. this past season we kind of just chose. Like my coach was like, "Okay, what dance are, we, are you guys doing this week?" Like, okay, cool. Here we go. <laughs> I want to do speculator. I want to do the plug. Rob Rich is the plug for you. If you ever listen, I did speculator about fifty times this season. <laughs> my uh, favorite. Team. Um,
0: that was one of the best ones from Pro Action. I just
1: yes I i'm telling yeah. you man, that was that video that i messed up so i was a little embarrassed however
0: you were in the moment We recovered,
1: recovered. <laughs> um <laughs> but no so like now you kind of i think for pro i'm trying to find that balance of again the demographic for nba and is a little different but yeah i like throwbacks but i also i don't like top 40 because it gets old so like me doing olivia rodrigo right now i don't want to listen to that in december you know what i mean like and it sucks because but the higher ups they want that they want the, the let's get loud so and I'm like I can't do another dance to that damn song like you know what I mean like I like as much as you guys are gonna want it I don't I can't so that's when, oh, that's, that's my struggle right now because now I'm getting I just got asked to be back on pro action staff so I'm really excited Congratulations! yeah i am getting music ready for that and then again like some of my best numbers weren't the most popular song so it's like hell hey, how do I do that then like I know mm-hmm. they're gonna want the crowd hyper is either but it's like a lot of my, the stuff that I like that I know I'm inspired by is older so it's, uh...
0: But you know, there's something about older and classic where you, when it comes on, you still want to hear it. I'm so yes. with you, like, whatever the audition dance is, sometimes, you know, over the years when I was auditioning, like, it would be a cool song, maybe around that time. But if you're doing that audition routine throughout the season, by the time November, December hits, you're just like, Thank
1: you. I don't want to hear sucker. I don't want to do this.
0: Dang on! Oh, we had we danced to "Born This Way" for auditions one year, and it was great in that moment. But man, every time "Born This Way" was on the like game list, you yes, could not Dada. get. It. You just could not do it. You hated the song. You hated the choreo. You just hated everything, and it was just because it was
1: just so oh played. God, it so much, and especially I mean if you're auditioning March, April, May. You know what I mean? If you're lucky enough, your season goes into freaking January, February. January, like, yeah, That's eight <laughs> months. And of that damn song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of the same song. I mean, I know. And sometimes we do it once or twice. This year was different. We were able to kind of uh, reuse, which okay. was which I liked. I really liked that song "Sway" by Michael Bublé. I always do, like a Latin. Um, and mm-hmm. I was like, make that like, like how can I make that, like, like, that concert style heavy bass like. And make it to where, if you did it at a game, it doesn't look uh, elementary or doesn't look like teenagers. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's why I really want to use it. So, in a couple of months, if you see it, just know we got it right. We figured out oh the But that's one that I'm like, I really want to use it. But I know that some people don't know the song, or they're not, they don't, they think Michael Buble, like, oh, whatever. Um, but I know what I can do and what I can create with that. So I'm like, okay, well,
0: yeah. I
1: killed it with Senorita, in my last Latin jazz. I was like, I can, I can do it with this one. You
0: can do it, again. you could do it.
1: And just trying to figure out styles, too. So this season's hard, not going to lie. We'll figure it out. You'll
0: figure it it out. No, but I was curious if you were, you know, just such a music buff that you were kind of like, I hear a song and I know I want to create to it. Or, I mean, there's so many mixes and I know they have mixes. Oh, my God. I was just at a dance competition here in Washington. And I mean, it was great. It was awesome seeing the kids of all ages. It was a hip hop competition. Oh, yeah. But man, I felt like I was literally trapped in a video game, like with all the sound effects, like the gun click clicks and the freaking. <laughs> I was just like, there were so many sounds and it just, my brain was just like, oh my gosh, I can't handle it. And I know that that's maybe a way to get around some things copyright wise and creating these mixes, but it could be a lot
1: at times. You know, I to think to- this year, especially for Pro Action, I think they really want to try to keep the song true because you want to sing it. You know what I mean? To be guitar strums and bass, 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 gunshot, 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 doorbell. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> like, I want to sing the chorus, you know, and if it's chopped up a little bit, sure, but you want to kind of keep that song through and be able to play it and jam out. Yes. It, you
0: know? yes. Not everything needs an accent sound effect. I'm so with that program. I would <laughs> love that too, just because I do see that happening a lot at pro. And I'm like, oh, mm, you know, I didn't know if that was like a collegiate style type of thing,
1: but it's very competition. Um,
0: yeah
1: so trying to get away from that and just allowing the song to kind of if we love the song we love the song let's enhance it a little bit let's speed it up let's you know add a little bit but don't you don't have to chop and screw it like no t-pain over here um, yeah no more chop
0: and screw i love it
1: yeah. <laughs> but, i mean honestly usually i get inspired by the most random things like the best story i have is the same year i made rams um mm-hmm. 2018 i had a senior small group at my studio delos and i changed it 11 times I would get halfway through, guys, I hate it. Nope, can't do it. Can't do it. And they know my process. And even my kids nowadays, Mm -hmm. like if I, if I'm in rehearsal and I have you do a full out and then I walk to my Spotify and I'm searching, it's over. Like, oh, yeah,
0: I'm not feeling it.
1: And I've passed the point where trying to fake that. Like if I don't feel it now, I won't feel it later. And I will change the day of comp. Like it's like, let me get out. Let me nip it in the butt now.
0: Now. Yeah.
1: Like, but I couldn't figure out this dang song. We had literally, it was January 11th. Then we had on the 31st. Like we had two weeks and I'm knocked out at, at home. Just had a rehearsal. I get, it's 4 a.m. You know what I mean, I'm, I'm knocked out. TV's on, on accident, you know? And then I hear this Candy Crush commercial. I'm not even kidding. I had just like rolled over. Like, so you're kind of awake a little bit. Yeah. Was, what is that? What is that? Get my phone. I should examine real quick and I, and I missed it. And I was like, oh no. So I'm typing in lyrics like, okay. I found the song on a Candy Crush commercial, Undefeated All Season.
0: Like, what? that's how I got
1: my inspiration. And it was the most random idea that I had in my brain. I was like, you guys, I want you to kind of get broken up with on stage. I was like, so I'm going to, uh, I like character dance. So I was like, I'm going to add little sound bites. And I was like, but it's pretty much going to be your ex, your boyfriend calling you. Your one girl is going to walk on stage and she's just going to like break down. And then you guys are going to run on and break down with her. And that song by Bjork, um, it's oh so quiet which a lot of minis do it's the most annoying song on the planet and it's a it's oh so quiet that one uh it's it's annoying but for a senior group to do it it changed up the whole you know what i mean because now these girls are crying on stage you're funny as a judge you're like how did i laugh at this like this is funny oh she just hit 12 pirouettes oh okay like like and you know what i mean so it was one of those situations where it was just a fun outside the box dance but a 4 a.m. commercial of Candy Crush came on, and that's how I created it in one practice. Like, <laughs> three hours. I was like, you guys, I'm ready. I'm ready. Can I see you on Saturday? <laughs> like, I know it's comp time for your high school, but I need, I need three hours. I don't care what time. I'll text your parents. Like, um, and one of my most memorable pieces, and it's like, stuff like that happens all the time. I love throwbacks, like I said. Heard mm-hmm. it through the grapevine, I'll hear it, and I'm like, I think I can create something really cool with that. Hold on. I'll experiment, and then I'm like, oh, this is going to be a hit. Oh, long choice to me is everything like I want especially my mom she's a boogie here and I'm like what okay. would my mom like if she was to sit at another another competition what would she dance to and what would get her to do this and mm. let's mm-hmm. see how I can get because if I can get her to do it that means and a lot of old, the judges nowadays are from my age to about 50 you know what I mean so they're or mm-hmm. like the music is the same so it, it's either going to be a throwback rock or for me it's always throwback disco funk like I love Yogi yeah. Yogi. I like, I have some routines to check your body by Michael Jackson. Like stuff like that. Like, yeah, 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 know, yeah, I forgot yeah. about this song. Like, yes. Like Freak? Absolutely. One of my favorites this year. So yeah, just song choices and just stuff to have fun. Because again, I don't, I don't want to sit through 15 hours of contemporary solos. And I will do it too. But your songs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes.
0: No, I love hearing the process, especially when you're being challenged as choreographers. to so like, Like you said, 11 dancers coming to you for solos or trying to just have something that's unique for each and specific to each dancer or for each team, like just not just taking one style and just putting mm-hmm. it on a team, but really trying to tailor it and do something that's outside of the box, but also somewhat true or to who they are. It's just, it's such a, who you are. Fascinating, like, yeah.
1: Like it's crazy. It's and It's crazy to look back at routines. Like I just look back to the, the Arizona state routine and I look at it and I'm like, it has its nuances of me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's so crazy that that's it doesn't look like a me routine, but you know, it is. Because there's certain things you're like, oh, yeah, I can tell. Or even when my kids, mm-hmm. they, uh, again, the high school comp is small. The world is small. And they'll text me like, hey, did you do a routine for this school? And I'm like, yeah, right, we can tell. <laughs> 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 Stop couriering stuff against us. Um, and I'll go, well, <laughs> but it's just, you know what I mean? It's crazy. You want to put that signature on it. But you also, like you said, you want to tailor it to each team. And I think that's what mm-hmm. I credit myself on is that I don't, like, I don't come with anything prepared, which is a blessing and a curse yeah every team is different and my style is different and i can't expect you who i don't know to pull out a routine that i gave my kids who train with me on a daily basis you know what i mean it's not gonna look the same not. so mm-hmm. i can't give you that so i have to figure okay let's improv a little bit let's play with four eight counts you guys get it okay you guys are more technical okay so let me let me boost the legs and the plies and all that stuff and you're not mm-hmm. as stylized or you're hella stylized no technique i can do that too you know what i mean like it's got it play. got it and just, again, give each team a custom, like, if you're paying that rate, you're going to get a custom routine. That's just what it is.
0: I love it. Okay. So, four seasons, right, with the Rams? Four seasons. Um, do you, four seasons. Do you have a favorite season?
1: Ooh. That's hard. <laughs> um, like, off the back, I want to see my first season, because everything was new. Everything was different. I didn't know what I was getting into. Um mm-hmm. Super Bowl happened for the first time in all the media with that and that experience in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, That was crazy, by the way. Yeah.
1: I mean, we could talk about that. Like,
0: you're rookie, you're having it culminate in the Super Bowl appearance, which was just like, man, at least I feel like because of all the media attention, you got to see a little bit more of what the cheerleader experience was like. Absolutely. At Super Bowl, that was not really, I don't think, covered like that before. Talk to me about that. Did you have a favorite moment from that Super Bowl experience, and then we'll get back to your favorite team. Ooh,
1: um, well, I have a selfish one. So I'm a big, uh, grew up watching Nickelodeon, and mm-hmm. one of my promos during that crazy two-week process was Double Dare 2000. And it's... Stop. Sorry. That's my age. And I got that that email, because we, we have, like, promo list and everything. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not on Double Dare 2000. And just <laughs> seeing the slime, and I think Russell Wilson was there. I think McCaffrey was there. Um, I think Fitzpatrick, maybe. And just, again, they're just big-ass kids. I mean, just being there, one, Super Bowl, you're excited. Two, you're like, hold on, McCaffrey's here. Three, it's Double Dare 2000. Like, I see the slime. I smell the slime. Like, this is literally nostalgia. And this is yes, literally childhood. Sometimes. Like, my childhood was watching this, watching Guts, watching Legend of the Hidden Temple. So, like, being there, like, I had a whole moment. I was like, oh, my gosh. Can I oh, touch the double. slime? <laughs> um, but honestly, like, that, they we worked so much
0: yeah i bet and just to back up real quick you were there two weeks ahead of time not like the week of you got to be i want to say 10 days but that's huge like mm-hmm. we literally got uh well, well maybe we got there like the tuesday but it really felt like you guys were there for the
1: it good really portion did.
0: of all the festivities that's um, awesome I'm not
1: being dramatic i'm gonna make sure they're not lying but it, yeah we were there for a while because there was three different groups so they sent um one person oh. And they sent the second group, and then they sent the third group. And yeah, group A, we were was there. that was, was there. early mornings, late nights. And on top of that, it's a new city. Of course, I'm going out. So, like yes. <laughs> so trying to balance that, like what Quinn, you really can not go crazy because you really have that 2 a.m. call time downstairs. Like, and yes. i I was already late for a couple of events a couple months before that. So I was like, do not be that person. Like,
0: yes, yes, yes.
1: Um, boundaries and be responsible but I still want to see Atlanta Never, you know, i never really been so I was like, I, I want to mm-hmm. go out so all of that stuff and it was true bonding the exhaustion that was happening and I mean, we were, t- were fed and everything, all that fun stuff naturally but just the, the way that city shut down that traffic was in like, I had a promo that was seven miles away and it took us an hour and a half
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, well, we're like, like getting and we're like getting escorted so i'm like the fact that like this is nuts um you mm-hmm. know snowing a little bit it was cold and so that was kind of cool i didn't know Atlanta i got that like I, it was just a big like mine yeah
0: all the lights and all, it was that had to be just so i mean it's super bowl it shuts everything yeah. down i mean and then you have it in your city it's mm-hmm. not super bowl but you so you'll say that that was your favorite season
1: yeah uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah i think i think yeah. when it comes down to Expectations because there were none, so everything I did, even, even if I didn't know an experience was bad, I thought it was so cool because like, oh, you know yeah. what I mean. I got in trouble a couple of times, you know what I mean. Took some pictures in some random places that you shouldn't do, you know what I mean. I didn't know, but like <laughs> I remember it, so it was, it was a good time. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that yeah, that season was fantastic. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: was just naturally because everything that happened, but I think also. The bond that it created with a lot of uh, my other teammates that I didn't know that well because it really solidified, especially those late nights. Um, yeah, we traveled so much that year too. We traveled a lot <laughs> within my span of being on the team. Um, mm-hmm. And we went to Korea.
0: That's right. I remember that.
1: Korea was before preseason. Um,
0: yeah,
1: and that was intense. And again, you you know these people, you know your teammates, but you're realistically you're together two days a week. Um, so being able to Travel the world. I would have never gone to South Korea. I don't I think. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure. It wasn't yeah. like I'm very yeah. Spain, Italy. Let's go. Like you let, let.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, But that was fun. And I like those pictures I still look at all the time, like, oh my god, I remember this. Like seeing my coach so happy because she wasn't working at that time. She was just al- allowing us to kind of be, and she was again, she was taking it in too. And she always says, like, mm. take it all in, you guys. Remember, they're supposed to have fun before every game, before every big promo. And it was at this last Super Bowl when she said it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. She has her little saying that she always kind of like, take it all in, you guys. And you're like, oh, this is a big moment then. Because she's always, she only says it for big moments. For uh, big
0: moments, yeah.
1: <clears throat> so, yeah, I would say first season. But then I also like this last season as well. So I
0: mean, because you got the trophy. <laughs>
1: but even before that, I think, I mean, knowing that, that COVID year sucked. And I didn't want to audition after that because I didn't like dancing for nobody i'm not gonna like that's just what it was i was like, it yeah, like and i was like awful. is this is this the way it's gonna be forever i don't know i also don't like wearing masks so I was, like, especially dancing you know i'm like i can't like i can't
0: it's
1: just not yeah i, not not, I know it's more than just about me it's about but it's hard
0: but the experience um, of it it changed everything
1: yes for, for Being trained and now i got some good lungs on me and like <laughs> <laughs> um but then the, the whole captain situation and going to pro action for the first time as a dancer, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things like a lot of first for me personally that happened. Mm-hmm. My hair was looking good because I dyed it and I liked seeing the picture, like, 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 stupid stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, Like uniforms and having other guys on a team that I like, Like it was just such a fun time. And then, naturally, Super Bowl and playoffs and all of that nonsense of the stress and the gray hairs on my chin now. Um, <laughs> and just. <laughs> literally but yes I would say after speaking about it first season takes the cake takes the cake okay takes the cake
0: well I kind of had it in reverse where we won the Super Bowl first and then we showed up the next year and, and lost but just having two Super Bowl appearances is is huge um because there's so many teams that still have not gone ever in their whole like existence yes. and it's so cool that you got to experience both Super Bowl appearances nice. like
1: yeah it's crazy Looking back, it's like I have a story that like nobody can say. Like the two Super Bowls, the championship. I literally was in the on like six, seven Pro Tours, which that by itself to me means a lot because I know they are very mm-hmm. specific on who they pick, and the fact that I kept getting asked, to keep playing back, I was like, oh, I'm doing my job, you know, um, yeah. stuff like that. Like it's it's crazy, and that was probably one of the reasons I was like, you know what, I think I can leave because there's nothing else I can do. Like. Yeah. I, I think now it's time to open up that door for somebody else to lead and somebody else to get the opportunity mm-hmm. to lead because I do believe people stay too long. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know it's hard for
0: people. What would you pick as the limit? Ooh, I- what would you pick as like the mm-hmm. age minimum requirement and how long they can do it?
1: I get why we have like kind of a hidden rule of 21. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um I think you are. I mean, even looking at me, like 18 year old Quentin and 20 year old, well, I was still a mess, but yeah. you're more of a, <laughs> head on right ish mess but when it comes to traveling it's easier when you have somebody that's 21 it just makes sense honestly i would say 21 because you would be out of college so live experience your college life do all that fun stuff and then you know what i mean don't cut your college year short because you want to be on the team like yeah so i would say 21 and honestly i think i would say five years i think five sounds right to me because again every year that i was on this team was different (laughs) like super bowl we Mm -hmm. lost we went we made it though Second year didn't make playoffs. Like, and you're like, oh my gosh, ooh, do I want to yeah. do this. Like <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is this only fun when we're winning?
1: <laughs> um yeah, I didn't like that energy switch. It was weird. Um in yeah, yeah. third year was COVID, but there were still a lot of good and positives that came out of that. And then fourth year was another Super Bowl with the whole new stadium. You know, so I also know that you have to go into your last year knowing it's your last year. But because, i think we uh, need clarity as professional cheerleaders i think this unfortunately does become a part of our identity um some people can cut it off uh mm-hmm. I, did a, I did an okay job at cutting it off to a certain extent um yeah but i think you feel well am i ever going to be cool like do it, like is this the coolest is this the biggest thing that we're going to do in my life you know what i mean and i think i got lucky with being a signed dancer as well that i this wasn't the only thing that i was doing this wasn't the main focus my coach made it very obvious like this is a stepping stone Quentin stepping stone and she says it like literally said it every year like stepping stone so just kind of reiterating but I say that you need to go into it being your last year knowing I didn't um (laughs) but I think when did you have
0: that moment of like like you said I think I've done all I can do was it after the Super Bowl win or
1: no I mean I was toying with. it was around December I was toying around like oh a lot of my friends are leaving but no I think I think I can do a fifth and final because everybody again everybody feels like they got cut short because of the COVID year. But I still think we did a lot. Like we only mm-hmm. missed I think four games. We cheered at four of them. It was weird. I get it. But
0: it was yeah. still
1: But it wasn't honestly until Super Bowl morning, and I woke up and I put on my uh, my face mask and I was washing it off in the shower and I started crying and I was like what's happening and I was like quitting hold on check in so I'm talking to myself in the bathroom you know what I mean like, like mm-hmm. check in what's like what's wrong like are you is, are you nervous are you excited and I, I couldn't figure it out and then I walked into the stadium and, I, and my I'm kind of a high energy person I always kind of vibrate in a high frequency you know what I mean and yeah. I was like what like did somebody die like something's happening and I had the <laughs> cold brew and I was like something it's, it's something you know what I mean am I like it, it was weird and then it wasn't until I got into the tunnel uh, and they were about to run out. And I was like, oh, I could not hold back the tears. And I was like, quitting your concealers. It's going to be a mess. You haven't even gotten in front of any cameras yet. Like I was behind the pyro guys and they were going to run out for our like tunnel thing. And I was like, oh. I'm sitting there and I, and we lined up, me and my uh, other captain, Sammy, we were the first ones out. And so I'm looking around and I was like, oh, I know why. You
0: <laughs> make me cry. Why? What is happening?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I was like, I, in that moment, I was like, oh my body knows like my, my heart knew and which is like like, like my heart, like from the morning I woke up the moment I woke up that morning, like, Oh no, this is it. So take it all in. And then from there, I was just crying every five seconds. Like I, like I run out, I'm doing the tunnel. one, it took us forever to get out like for them to introduce us. So I'm sitting there like trying to hold back tears, looking at people and like, stop it. And then it's coming down. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't have a towel with me. So I get out there. We do our thing. And then we run for like the national anthem and everything. And that's it. The national anthem Always gets me, regardless of who it is. And it's it's the uh Rocket's Red Glare. That section yeah, yeah, yeah. over. And then on top of that, you had the uh Negro's spiritual anthem. And I said, God <laughs> damn it, dang it. And then on top of that, uh, I forgot who did uh lift every voice and sing. And then that reminded me of my elementary school. I was in this like African American spelling bee and I had to know that song by by the uh, oh, uh, my You know God. what I mean? So bringing up those memories, I'm like, oh, my way This is yeah, a kind yeah. of a full circle moment, and I'm sitting there like <laughs> Balling your China, eyes out. again China and my teammate Blake was like Quentin knock it off right now you're gonna mess up my makeup because <laughs> it was her last year too but yeah, she had already knew she was like she got engaged she was like I this is it like <laughs> but no so I, I again like I said I knew that morning and I kind of toyed with I didn't want it to be so I was like well I can go back for a fifth and final and kind of know um, mm-hmm. then at the same time I was like there's just been so many opportunities that I couldn't do because i was on it and not saying it was a hindrance because it's not that this team changed my life but like teams like the 49ers like i can't choreograph for them if i'm it was a conflict of interest you know what i mean and for me as much as i love i mean i would die to just live on stage you know what i mean but i know that i'm still auditioning for these commercials and music videos and all that stuff and that's not changing and it's actually getting better because now that i have like i'm kind of solidified in my look i know how to knock out and kill a zoom interview like i'm telling you the ring light the back, like not this background, but I have a whole thing in yeah. the Like it's, yeah. it's it's a whole thing, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. I'm I have a very commercial look. And I think the hair helped a little bit um to just make me stand out a little bit more. Um mm-hmm. but it's I mean
0: you have a Funko pop in your honor. And a shirt. Lego. And a Lego. Please. I
1: that, I'm telling you, and that was another moment I was like, Oh, I really have to go. I have like
0: I have made my yes.
1: A Lego? <laughs> it will always be in the SoFi Stadium in Miniland, like forever. <laughs> With the blonde hair, I said yeah, they really yeah. did it. <laughs> um, so it was a awesome. generic, so I, I toyed with it even until the deadline of sending the resignation letter. Um, I mm-hmm. was like, uh, I don't want to. It's fine. I'll go back. And I was like, no, you know, I, I and I'm very big on my word. Like I already told myself I'm, I'm quitting, but actually making it happen. I was like, and I had some friends to keep me accountable who were on the team before. And I was like, hey, I'm going to do it. Okay, well, I want to see the letter. I want to see the letter. I want to. See, you better record it when you press send. And I was, that, that was the main reason why I recorded that stupid video. Um, and, I, and I was good until I proofread it, and then that's yeah. sort
0: of, <laughs> when. That's when the <laughs> tears like, This is happening.
1: Oh, it's, it's happening because again, so the biggest part of my life so far has been a Ram cheerleader. um Yeah. But I also know that there's there's more to Mr. Q than just you know, and I also know that what I did. Will always be there. I mean, look—you can just look around the league. You know what I mean? And even like, oh
0: make- like you yeah. know what I mean? So
1: like it—it's—it's it's okay. And I think i that can always be my cool fun fact. You know what I mean? Tell us something about yourself. You know, I was the first one of the first. Change, and, dad, the yeah.
0: and you can look it up.
1: So it's—I think it's fine. I think my mom got to go to Super Bowls. My dad chose to watch it from the house. That's on him. But uh, yeah.
0: Twice. <laughs> uh
1: But yeah, I mean it kind of cool experiences for my family. Like when we had the London game, my mom and my sister came, you know, and like, that stuff, that was really yeah. fun. She still has season tickets. So I'll be at every game next season. She, this is her last year of the tickets. She's like, I'm gonna get it for two just in case. But uh, oh.
0: <laughs> so it,
1: it'll be fun being on the the outskirts because I, I think it allows me to one, be uncomfortable. This time of the year sucks anyway. Yes. It's, I'm done with the choreo. It's, you getting your head and my duo, the money is different. You know what I mean? I'm not choreographing every weekend. Now it's just competitions. So now I'm kind of, mm-hmm. have time off. And I'm like, oh, I'm bored. Do I, oh, oh what, am I with, what am I doing with my life? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so then on top of that, putting, I always call them like the May blues because then life picks up again, June, July. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: now I'm, I kind of closed that chapter. So now you're like, oh, hold on. And then I wanted to move out as well. So it's like, ooh, what am I doing? But I do believe being uncomfortable is the best thing for me because I'm so, as much of a free spirit as I would like to think I am, there is some kind of structure of me knowing that, okay, I can book the world on a Tuesday, but I know that at 7.30 I have to be in LA. So, And how long is it exactly going to take me? Because I need to like see if I can, how long can I stay at that private until I have to like, actually leave? Actually leave, really you know really what I mean? Leave. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But now I have Tuesday and Thursday nights open and now I'm like, oh, now I can probably go train and I can go take class. And, or if not, I can have that night off. Like Quentin, it's okay to go home you know i don't mm-hmm. like I don't, you know i'm weird i'm like i don't i'd rather be somewhere else like even you know, i love my house so uh yeah. i just <laughs> be around people and i don't know i'm very big on energy and i love being around people but now i i am uncomfortable it's cool to say because i know that mm-hmm. me those and it's only two days but me opening up that oh space
0: man it opens space. up so it's more than those two days trust i mean between the the, the practicing to be ready for practices, man. the promos the game like but it does open you up to other opportunities and I think and that things have of... been
1: just falling in so I'm I'm very mm-hmm. curious to see what happens in these next couple months when now that because I've always made everything work like and yeah. i has been nights where I'm like oh my gosh you have two hours of sleep and you have to get back up like you're nuts like why do you do this to yourself but I also love what I do so it's hard to find that balance um mm-hmm. but I, I love this fact that I can say yeah I literally did X, Y, and Z on two hours of sleep and I made it. So if I can do that, I can do something else. You didn't even be like it's it's such a it's so unhealthy. That's that's toxic. Um
0: <laughs> they're all good things. Though. I mean, and while you're young and can absorb all of that and just ride off of well, that. My mom they that, like,
1: do it all because and I was yeah. like, Well, I'm not planning on having any kids soon. So let me just travel the world and take over. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely not. No relationship, no <laughs> nothing. I want no commitments to anything. So I think uh this will allow me to try things it's that, one, boring. I was never able to do and work with people that I were, wasn't able to work with and just, again, allow the universe to kind of just fill that space. i mm-hmm.
0: are um, still putting out the Dancing with the Stars. Like, I mean, we you have had quite a bit of opportunities. I mean... The Ellen show like you're dancing with twitch that you saw like like you said that inspired you to even want to dance I mean that whole yeah. bit was so in cool. that video
1: I don't know what happened I don't know who posted it or what page it's on okay but when I tell you that I it got about like 22,000 views I post it every year it's been three years you know what I mean mm-hmm. I posted mm-hmm. it three weeks ago Friday of last week I was like why is my like answer like it was something was weird yeah. I was like, what's happening I was like did Ellen post it? Did Twitch post it? And I looked, and I was like, no, they didn't say anything. And cause I was getting this weird, these weird followers, not weird, a, a certain demographic. I was getting a lot of uh, 40 plus very Ellen like viewers that were coming mm-hmm. in. And I was like, what the heck? The video went from like 22,000 views, to like 400,000 in a day. And I was like, what's yeah. happening? Yeah. So then I was like, and this is Friday. Like I'm at the studio and like some of my seniors and I was like, y'all, I don't, this Keep, like, keep, ding, 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 ding. um and just comments so i was like did somebody like hack my stuff like i was like nervous um you know i mean that instagram was a life so that's your, it's your new linkedin you know what i mean so it's like shoot yeah. so then i wake up saturday it's at 600 and i was like what the heck i had already went up like 700 followers and i was like what where is this playing and then sunday came million views on this damn video and i was like what
0: what, mm, what? Yeah.
1: And it's still climbing. And I don't know what. I think it's at 1.5 right now. And I'm like, I don't know where it's at. <laughs> and exactly. it's just that one. And it's that same demographic. I'm telling you, it's weird. It's like a lot of uh, just that the mom, dad age, you know, watching. The, I don't know where it's playing. Well, you
0: were hitting some of the old school like, dance moves, too. And they like a- and they're a- liking a- it. But I'm like,
1: was, that is so nuts.
0: crazy. 1.5 million views.
1: That's actually, hold on. This is crazy. Let's check. Let's check. So was yeah, it on TikTok like,
0: or something? Because sometimes the TikTok thing takes off and then they hear they come following you on
1: Instagram. But no, because the TikTok video kind of <laughs> plateaued. Like <laughs> um no, this video is no 1.6.
0: That's crazy. And I got like almost
1: I was at 23.9 and now I'm at 25.1 when it comes to following. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I'm not complaining, but this is cool. But
0: it's I setting it's me up for kind of like
1: Gotta pump out the dance video since you're, you're watching. So I'm like, here we go. That's like <laughs> masterclass <laughs> on Wednesday. So, um, no, yeah. No, it's, okay. it's awesome. I
0: mean, this is all so exciting. Like, I'm, I'm geeked about like what's next for you because I just see, especially just having the time and the space, creativity will probably explode even more so than now and just opportunities coming your way. I mean, you've got to do some really, really cool things. And I'm just so excited to see like, what you do next and I totally see you on Dancing with the Stars that will make me watch the show again because I kind of OD'd and I had to kind of you know I would love to see you I would love to see you on Dancing with the Stars there's some things
1: that are in the works that I'm hoping that that would be a stepping stone to get to it (laughs) yeah Um, Yeah. I honestly can probably retire after that like I know it's just it's just a reality show but I've that show literally has inspired like the like everything that I do I'm like oh it needs to be like Lacey Swimmer give me like that like that shoulder give me that shoulder yes. yes, yes. Um, and I'm like ah, I don't think I'm a celebrity and I'm not a professional bottom dancer so I'm like trying to figure out how I can uh
0: no the celebrity part is what's gonna like go into this you're going on the celebrity side it's gonna just be
1: and I'm purposely gonna <laughs> suck for the first three rounds when it happens I'm <laughs> they, they, so love the growth. they love the yeah, growth they love the growth
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna have two left feet I'm gonna totally give yes. you size, shoe size Four sizes too small and like make me struggle. <laughs> 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 oh
0: man, I see it though, Quentin. I totally see it. I totally see it. You have this infectious energy. You would be a delight to be in everybody's homes in that kind of way. You're just the type of person that people root for. And so I see you on the show. It's happening. I've said it. We're just yeah, putting it out you there. Have, they don't
1: like dancers, but I was like, I'm, I'm going to play the cheerleader card. Oh yes, you are. Cheerleader yes farmer. sorry farmer oh there it is i said it we're yeah, gonna
0: it. try to i don't even really <laughs> think about it but we will be able to see you at pro action i'm hoping to go as a vendor again i would love to see yes. you and we
1: can hang out now i won't be doing things so we can hang out
0: yes yes <laughs> oh my gosh. how many routines are you doing
1: uh three so they always three. ask for, yeah three of them so okay I'm to figure out which genres i'm going to do and uh oh. what's going to translate i want both i want every team to do these routines this year so I'm like, what's going to translate on the court and the field? And the this field. Situations. Um, yeah. I get it now. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: again, and not all the teams can do all the styles. You know what I mean? So, like, what can I – can I have, like, a blanket routine that I know the teams that can't really get low in their plie? It can, they're not really stylized. They're more like, like a Cardinals. Like, what can I do mm-hmm. to get the Cardinals to do something and the Rams to do the same thing? Like, is that possible?
0: Yeah. Like, I love that. Plus it. the Celtics.
1: You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want that. And the Hawks. You know, so – yeah, that's that's the goal. And if it's not mm-hmm. possible, then what, how can I just make sure they somebody can get something? Like, yeah. I really want to take over. I really want to work with so many teams this year. And-
0: I see it happening. I'm going to be like glued and just cheering for you every step of the way. Just seeing all the things that you do. And man, finally, this happened. Like, I'm so S- happy. I'm so I've been looking forward to it for like I'm going to go back three years. I know Brittany and I we were like wishful thinking, but. I don't remember if we messaged you guys on Instagram or yeah. we probably did. And we, you know, we were just starting out. We didn't really know the best way to kind of get a yes. We were like, we should at least start to make sure that they want to talk to us before we even like make the ask of the team. But I mean, we've been following and big, such big fans. And I mean, again, just love what's happened in the space. The last question I'll ask you before I let you go is just your thoughts on the state of pro cheerleading and you know, pro dance community and kind of like anything that you would want to see different to improve the space for for male cheerleaders and dancers? Any kind of like last thoughts on that?
1: I would even, I mean, take away the male cheerleader. I just want us to be respected. Mm-hmm. I think as all of us, the females, the males, I think for some reason you work for a billion dollar company, you know what I mean? And I can go work a, a job as an extra and get treated better sometimes. You know what mm, I mean? Like, that doesn't yeah. mean it's me. Like, I'm working for, like, do you see what you're putting me in? Do you see these stones, like this costume, this uniform? And I'm like, treat me like it, you know? Everything is about the boys. I get it. It's all about, I mean, at the end of the day, sure. By the end of the day, we're still human. And I think, how would you feel if your daughter or your son was in this position? Or would you treat them the same way? And that's coming mm-hmm. from, like, the top, you know? It's so discouraging just to hear other stories from other teams. And I'm like, ugh. Like that's you know what I mean. Like that's that's real. Like like.
0: You really do that. Like is that? That's
1: what I'm saying. That's,
0: like, you know, listen, like when people write in, and I'm just you know I'm not like some enforcement agency. There's really nothing I can do about it if they don't want to talk about it. I'm not gonna like put it on blast. It's really just. But it's so angering to hear, like you said, the lack of respect and the different experiences that are just so undeserved, and it's so. I just, sometimes I'm just like, is this real life? Like, cause like you said, it can be just so different and it's just a base level of respect. It's not even like, it's nothing more than that. Like if there's a base level of respect for us as humans, like you said, is
1: We're the, the longest drawn to where you make it this far. You train all this stuff. You do all of these crazy things in your life and all of these experiences. And you get to this level and they're like, mm. <laughs> mm. you know what I mean? And I'm like, I, that's, I don't, I don't get it um yeah. and i would hope that if and when the time comes i do want to be a director at some point and i want to change that because i know what it's like to get treated right you know what i mean i've been spoiled and i can say that like i we've been spoiled mm-hmm. we had an organization that was crazy you know what i mean crazy about us uh
0: yeah yeah
1: i would want to make sure that everybody like this should be the best times of your life like this should probably be the last thing you do for most people before they get married, before they have their kids, before they they let it go. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. this it shouldn't be a cap. Like, uh, you suck now. No, this is like the epitome. Like, we made it, y'all. Like, let's dance. Let's just kill it. Um, yeah. So I would want to make sure that everybody else feels that same level of I almost that spoiledness. That's not a word. Uh, that Spoilation. Same, same feeling. Of correlation. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> <It's a> Quitism. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> but you know what I mean it's like I like nobody is asking for anything above what is the bare minimum (laughs) which doesn't make sense to me where like people are telling me like I don't know we can talk a whole different conversation about this I think we've done
0: it like I want to see just the mindset shift amongst ourselves as dancers just why can't we strive for more, mm. totally deserving. And I, I do think it's a conversation at the right level, like you said, within the organization where they should be ecstatic to have such accomplished, talented people as part of their organization and, and put your money where your mouth is. If you truly feel that way about these dancers as you're picking from hundreds and hundreds of these mm-hmm. audition videos, you pick them and then you treat them with the utmost respect.
1: I think all that would change when America, I can't, can I say America? When the world decides that they want to respect women, this will change when that changes. It'll be a whole different demographic. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. Can you say that
0: one more time, Quentin?
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All of these things will change when the world decides that they want to respect women. That's just what it comes down to. Wow. That's that's fact. that's That's it. Because I was spoiled. Mm-hmm. Because I, There was stuff that I did that I knew. And then stuff that I got away with that I know. And I used my advantage. I, was like, oh, I know, dang, well, they can't get over this. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not going to say anything. You know what I
0: mean? Mm-hmm. These
1: are supposed to be covered. I, nope. But you had to. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy to me. And I'm like, so now, like, either open it up and allow us to really be professional humans and not try to put us in this box. Yeah. You know what you're supposed to look like. And the best example is, I mean, this is so random, but I used to work for Disney. Mm-hmm. Everybody, I mean, yeah, we support diversity, inclusion, whatever, whatever, whatever. But girls, you have to be in this, to be in this role, you have to wear this wig. You have to wear, you have to look good enough to wear this makeup. You have to do, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. And Disneyland Paris just did a 30, um, 30th anniversary show. The dancers get to pick their own costumes within the color scheme. They get to wear their own makeup. They get to wear their hair however they want. The boys, if they want their own makeup, they can do it. The girls, they want, like, there was a, a Black man, and this, this really hit me. Mm-hmm. There was a Black man who wore, their colors were, like, pink, purple, and, like, a light blue. He had a hot pink durag on. And for anybody who knows how, on the professional <laughs> level, Disney said, you know what? If that was what makes you comfortable, do it. What? Uh, wow. If you know, the, I get nervous walking on my durag in my seat. Like, what? I can never So the fact that they're allowing this man to wear his hot pink durag in this show, killing the choreo, everybody looks different, but everybody looks the same. Everybody Mm -hmm. looks happy. And I think it's cool when some days you're like, I think it was a girl who one picture that I saw, she was in a a blazer in uh, some like pants next time she was in a skirt you know what i mean which is a thing we have our good days and our bad days like you can't tell me that you support diversity and inclusion and all that stuff and you want everybody to feel at home but then you're making us fit into these
0: these these boxes um and Mm
1: -hmm. i saw after i saw that and my friend kim did this whole dissertation on her instagram and i was like wow like that's what i'm talking about when i'm like when a company listens or and they hear and they Mm -hmm. actually what can we do to not just say talk about it let's be about it you know what i mean like can she wear her hair natural? I don't understand why hair is still a freaking thing. Like, I, ooh, that's another topic. Like, how <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess, other, you know what I mean? What? Like, back in the day, the girls in the Anaheim one couldn't do that because uh, the hair couldn't fit in the wigs. They would have to straighten it. You know what I mean? So it was like stuff like that. Like, but these yeah. girls don't have to wear wigs. You know what I mean? You wear your hair however you want it. You know what I mean? Like, what? Because it's about the dancing, it's about the, the celebration especially of a 30th, like a 30th anniversary. It's huge. Right. The characters are right. out there. You know who they are. Why do I have to be in a shell costume? Like, you know, like, it's, it's so awesome. Um, so I, th- I think it's it's possible, but people have to actually want to do the work. And I think people don't want to do work. Well, it's tradition. I said, man, get out of my face. You're just lazy. <laughs> like lazy.
0: It's so not that hard to put that work in,
1: frankly. It's
0: the desire within man. to actually. And it's work.
1: even like a simple switch is like walking into a room and saying like, cause I, I teach mostly ladies, mostly girls. Mm-hmm. Hey guys. Oops. Hold on. Hey ladies. Hey dancers. Like, and it's just being aware. You know what I mean? Or even yeah. like I have one boy and they, sometimes a teacher would come in my boss, like ladies, I'm like, ah, uh-uh, there's a boy here. Don't forget about him. You know what I mean? Like nope, yeah. Cause I was that person. And, he, and just, you want to still seen, you want to feel like you're a part of the group. You know what I mean? So it's like that. I even tried to, push for competitions i have like i know this is weird but for my studio because again i have one boy and 11 girls
0: these are mm-hmm. best friends
1: but he can't be with them because they're changing in the girls dressing so i'm like cool. yeah. i was like y'all put on your briefs put on your bras you know what i mean and can we all like get together and can we change in here because i i also know what it's like to be in the locker room talk with everybody that's the best time of games that's, you know? like, yeah. that's the best part so I'm like being able to just, just like I'm running around in my underwear talking about nothing, like we're doing stupid stuff, you know what I mean? And yes, we're, yes, we're all comfortable and yes, we're still being professional. But like it's the getting together before we have to do our work, do our job. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. for him, mm-hmm. they all come in together and then he's by himself for four or five hours on his phone while all the other girls are just key keying it up. You know, you I can hear him. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, 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 no. We gotta figure out how to whether y'all got put sweats on and I don't know what we gotta do, but we we have to make this a I Truly think.
0: inclusive, yeah. And just knowing that, because I think you might get diversity in terms of numbers and representation. Or look. But you're not, or look, but not doing anything to figure out or think or asking questions of how you can be more inclusive so that you're not trying to like figure it out of nowhere and pulling straws out of the sky or what? Well, I'm terrible with analogies, but you know I'm what I'm saying. saying? Like if you things. actually like talk to and listen to your dancers I think it can go so far in understanding how they want to feel seen and and appreciated and part of the team
1: and I hope we get there damn it I really really do <laughs> yeah, you to do your part I mean even when it comes down to costumes like I know what I would like even have a I, would query, I would have a solo I know what I want her to see I want, oh she has a nice body she's 16 uh let's put her in this this and this this then I'm like hold mm-hmm. on she uh, are you comfortable wearing this? Because I see yeah. this hot costume for you. But if you don't want to, we can go back to the drawing board. Yeah. How do you know? Little things like that. You know what I mean? Like, because then they feel like they have a say. Whereas I'm so like.
0: I have a vision. Da-da-da-da.
1: Yeah. I see it. But I also have to understand that you have to feel comfortable in it, too. So I'm not wearing it, even though it's hot. Yeah. yeah. Or I like that color, but that color doesn't look good on you. huh? Can you tan? Are you comfortable tanning? <laughs> yeah you're shining stage and I can't put you in yellow like like, (laughs) simple things little things little things but yeah just just having conversation just asking people like what what are you comfortable with yes it's work yes it can be kind of tedious but you want who would be comfortable because when you're comfortable you perform at your best and that's just what it is point blank
0: period that's it God, I could talk to you forever. I hope this isn't the last. Even just checking in to see how you're no, doing. No,
1: likewise. I mean, like, <laughs> I get a little voice memos on uh, Instagram. Just...
0: Oh, I love them. I love them. I love them. Especially when you like have the video, these. too. And I'm always just like, I got to just try to be cool and short and sweet because I can, you know, I'm talkative. And P.S., I don't even know if I even got a chance to say <laughs> thank you and sorry at the same time. But when you joined me for the live session... This was 2020, all hell breaking loose. Oh, yes. Man, I mean, I was so wound up emotional and clearly I had not even probably talked to somebody in a while because you know, you're quarantining and everything. And I literally cringe. I can't even watch it back. But I just remember like just diary of the mouth. That sounds terrible. But I just hope that I did not completely just dominate that. I was so happy that you joined. Oh. And I was like, did you even let this man talk? Because I was so like, Wound up, but I was so happy that you joined me that time. So it's just thanking you for sharing your perspective and just our communication has always been amazing, except probably that one time for me. I was just like, oh, you was, that was a good time.
1: I, and, I, yeah. and I again, we you have to vent, so you can't be the one always doing the talking or always doing the listening and asking questions. Like you got to get stuff off your chest too. So i think that was a rough time and i was just happy i was happy that i got the balls to kind of like you know what well, i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna do it oh, so
0: <laughs> press joy um,
1: and to speak no. about it and again that's another thing as a black man yeah we don't we don't get a chance to speak about certain things um or yeah. it's, it's it's put out there for you you know it's like oh we all feel like and like no we are all different and
0: yes we are yeah
1: everybody has no I,
0: so exactly no i was so so touched that you even wanted to and then I was like, he's probably like, this woman talks too damn much. I'm never going to be interviewed by her. Come on,
1: get it out. Get it out. (laughs) Oh,
0: my God. I definitely could talk to you for, like, hours and hours, not like home chick. But I'm excited, like I said, to see what's next for you. And this viral thing, I think, is just one of the steps and stepping stones to getting you exactly where you're supposed to be. Just keep doing, on touching all the lives that you're touching, your students. Like, I mean... There's so many good things that you're doing, and I'm just pleased that I got a chance to get to know you better, and I'll see it's you this hot summer hot and hot all hot of hot the things. Maybe that's the connection, too, is like when this podcast started, as scared as we were, just seeing all these things develop real time and talking about it, it's just, I mean, in a weird way, I feel a part of your journey And that, not like your journey, but just, I was there. I, I was listening
1: right here, and it was, what episode was it? It might have been, it was the first one. That you talked about me um on this. Was that the boys dance too? That one. I was sitting here, literally. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was just you know what I mean? so little things like that. Like, so that is a part of my journey. Like sitting here oh, yeah, God, literally talking about me. This is kind of dope. Like, oh shoot. You know yeah, what I mean? And everybody's yeah. different perspectives and everything. And back again, that was a whole different situation when it was you two on the uh, the mic together. So mm-hmm. that was crazy.
0: Yeah, talking about things just as scared as we could be, because even just talking about certain topics was you know it's just uncharted little territory a little bit but, doing um,
1: doing yeah
0: we did not know we did fire. not know where this was going but again it's just been beautiful to see your journey and i know that there have been i won't say limitations but now that you're officially free i just think it's just gonna Ooh.
1: blow up even
0: more. so excited it's time.
1: for you it's time.
0: and you're here for it yeah yes,
1: yes. <laughs> i'm ready i'm telling you understand i'm it's like ready. so uncomfortable that i'm so excited i'm like okay yeah I have my teaching job. That's fine, but what's next? Like,
0: would you ever go on tour with an artist, or are there certain types of jobs that you're like, no, I do need to be planted, and that's not part of my future goals?
1: Well, I never had the confidence. Um, I knew I was talented, but I, there's a different fight um, that you have to uh, have when you're auditioning for a tour, um, especially back in the open holidays. Now things are a little different. Um, that's kind of how you know and. Mm-hmm. you still gotta fight for it but like that whole audition do the combo 17 times in a row you're dying i don't have that you know <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. um <laughs> but with that being said i really want to dance on a tour right that's the best part when i go to concerts is like okay do i know any of these dancers No, oh these are all new faces how exciting they're new yeah. faces you're killing you got that chance so and i would be down to do one my kids they are well off like they're taken care of they know what my end goal is is to not be teaching them how to point their feet forever. Um, yeah. The parents support me as well. Like they know, like, hey, I have a couple of dance moms that are actual dance moms. Like they own studios, and I'm like, they'll take over. They'll clean for me. And I'm like, hey, or I have former kids that come in now that like know my style. Like yeah, that was them, and they'll be mm-hmm. once I finish my routine, like I had a solo that and a couple in the group that I was like, hey, I'm not gonna be here for two weeks. Can you like finish it? And if I don't like it, I can like, change it. But I just need, need it to be done so I can like see a complete picture now I'm like well you get Koyo credit because I like it like yeah you know I <laughs> you know, stuff like that and giving again and then lighting that spark within them too because yeah I was asked to choreograph randomly you know what I mean I didn't know that by that one teacher asking me that I was going to do this like so let's yeah. give them chances and kind of light that fire and see what happens but no yeah Torres I'm open to that I have a meeting with my agent actually next week uh <laughs> oh, to talk about it. yeah because I was like there was stuff that I was like I don't want to leave the kids I can't do this and I can't do that because yeah. of real so if it's a shoot, it can only be a two-day shoot, but it can't be on a Tuesday or Thursday. Like, it was so... Yeah, it
0: was so so and the fact that we still
1: made it work, you know? Or if I have a shoot on a Thursday, I have to be out by 7% like like crazy stuff. But now I'm like, I I think I'm ready. I really want to dive into modeling. I really want to dive into print. Love the commercial world. Like, why not? And again, if this is trending right now, like, I'm taking advantage. You know what I mean, I'm talented. I'm black. I got cool blonde hair. Like, I like I have a cool look. You know what I mean? Yes, um, yes. But I also don't have a good heart. And I like, and I like to... And I'm a, I love to perform. And any stage you give me, hopefully it's with Nikki or Beyonce at some point. Or uh <laughs> That's why I just
0: don't, I can't just see you like on stage. Like I see you, like whatever you're doing, it's embodying like all of you. So it's like your story, your positive energy, like all of that is, I see being part of whatever it is that you're doing. So it's beyond the performance. It's just something else that pulls you in and it's who you are, frankly. And that's what I just want to see more of
1: in every, in every way. ten turning 30 this year. It's like, we got to, take over stop yes. please no way virgo baby
0: i would have not given you more than 20 maybe turning 26 yes
1: <laughs> i joined the team at 26 so
0: okay Crazy. wow 25. well you're still young as hell but now it's time
1: now it's time you know what i mean and now it's time. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm ready and i think you have to be ready to ex- it's like that saying be careful what you ask for because Will you be able to handle it when you get it? I mean, I think.
0: Yeah. Because I, I if you're not ready for that success when it comes, and, and there's ready. all ch- yeah. types of chances to fumble it and or not appreciate it, yeah. you know, not be able to maximize it and ride the wave. But if you really truly
1: no, have developed
0: and gone through all these things, you're ready. You're so I, ready.
1: I am ready.
0: <laughs> so I'm pulling for you. I'm cheering for you. I'm excited for you, and. I like I said, I'm just so happy to be able to have this be part of my last season. Like,
1: yes, which is crazy. I can sense.
0: hang it up now knowing that I mean, because this was one that I've wanted for for the longest. I'm feeling good. I'm really happy.
1: <laughs> Cha ching, baby.
0: Thanks so much for listening to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. You can follow your favorite podcast on social media at Pro Cheerleading Podcast on Instagram, at Pro Cheer Podcast on Twitter, or on Facebook, on YouTube and you can support your favorite podcasts on Patreon. Until next time, keep your eyes on the sidelines.